Welcome to the second episode of Questions Are Answers. And I am so excited for today's podcast just because, I don't know, I was just inspired to, to make this one. I made this one actually a few days after I filmed the first one. And I was just only making, or I was just only planning to make one podcast a week. But sometimes inspiration hits like that and I just don't want to you know, sit on it and wait and procrastinate. So I just thought of filming this thing right away for you guys. So first things first is yes, my voice does sound a lot deeper. That's, that's the first thing I wanted to get out of the way. So please forgive me for the kind of different sounding voice, but hopefully you'll bear through it. And today's topic, what I did want to talk about, which is incredibly exciting is how you are not your thoughts and here's what you are instead. And so that's the whole topic of this episode. And I wanted to segue it by just explaining a little bit of background of what I was thinking about, studying, and kind of ruminating on. And this is something I've struggled with for quite some time of, am I what I think? Because, you know, even, you know, famous uh, proclaimed philosophers said, like, you are what you think, right? And so how can we argue with that? But the only way that I ever made progress in my life was to question the very things that I thought were true. And those are the moments in my life which changed it more than anything else that I've ever done. And it's not actually, the biggest changes in my life aren't something that I did. It was something that came before that, which was changing the way that I thought about something. And that in turn led to different actions. A lot of times what I do, and you know, a lot, I know a lot of my friends and um, a lot of people that I come across do, is that we always try to change our actions first before changing the way we think about something. And as a result, we have to muster up so much willpower, an ungodly amount of force in order to make something happen. But if we change the way that we see something, change the way that we look at something, change our beliefs about something, then the actions then become effortless afterwards. And James Clear has a great way of explaining this, which is if we change our identity about how we see ourselves, the actions then are very natural and effortless afterwards. So an example of this is if we're trying to be healthy, right? And currently we're eating a lot of junk food. Um, it's going to be incredibly difficult to... I would say, try to force ourselves to eat good foods, right? And it's like, oh, I love, I love like all of these, I love Popeyes or Chick-fil-A or, you know, Steak and Shake, whatever it is, right? Um, which I still do love those things and Taco Bell. But with that in mind, if we keep saying, I love these things, I love fast food, I love these types of things, um, it becomes really difficult to stop eating those things and then trying to eat celery or broccoli or whatever else is, is healthy. And what... James Clear proposes is if we change our identity, it, the actions afterwards become very effortless. So if we see ourselves as someone who doesn't eat that healthy or, you know, doesn't really work out and it just, just like goes with the flow and, you know, whatever, you know, eats out wherever, um, it's really hard to change the actions. But if we change the way that we look at ourselves and say, oh, I'm a healthy person, right? Um, it becomes then really easy to then make the decisions of what to eat. And it becomes effortless. So if we are a healthy person, what will we eat? And then boom, we already know automatically what we would eat, which is just eating at home, you know, buying groceries, cooking at home, and instead of going out. So changing the identity then changes the actions afterwards. Um, and that's a little like tangent off of the original topic of, you know, you are not your thoughts. So that's one way, right, that we can kind of change our habits effortless, effortlessly. 
The other thing is to understand what thoughts are and how our minds work. Um, if we don't understand how our minds work, we'll think that it's broken. And so <clears throat> an example of this is, this is like, a, I guess, a comical example that I kind of use. But a way to illustrate this point is that imagine an alien kind of comes down to earth, right? And just imagine the alien is a humanoid type of figure and they have all of our similar body parts, except they don't have knees. And they come down to earth and then they see other humans, you know, us, and they are perplexed because they see us walking and it's like bending at our knees and they're just mind blown because they're like, we don't have knees. It shouldn't be like that. They're broken. Like, like their legs are broken. We need to go fix them. But in actuality, that's how knees work. Like it's a joint and it bends. Right. And so we understand that. So we don't think it's broken, but the alien doesn't understand that because they don't have it and they don't see it. And that's why they think it's broken. So that's the same thing with our minds and our thoughts. If we think that, you know, or if we don't understand that what our thoughts are and how our mind works, we'll automatically assume that it's broken and try to fix it. And that's what we don't want. And so here's kind of like an explanation of why we are not our thoughts, right? And I also came up with another analogy of how to think about thoughts. And the reason why we're not our thoughts is because if we were the culmination of every single thought we've ever had, that would be very, very, very worrying because the truth is we can't control our thoughts, right? Like where do thoughts come from? It's not like we just try to generate it every single second of every single day. Otherwise we'd be extremely exhausted. Thoughts just pop up out of nowhere. And that'll be a different topic for a different podcast episode, which I, I will tell, um, I will go into like where, you know, we kind of believe where thoughts come from. But just for now, understand that most of the thoughts that come into our head are not our own thoughts. And if every single thought that came into our minds was us, that would be, that, that would be absolutely terrible because what would happen if we had a thought of, you know, you know, I'm driving and this, <laughs> this actually happens to me sometimes. I don't know why. Right. But sometimes I'm like, Oh, what if I like hit this person on the bike? Right. Like, and then kill them accidentally. Like that's a terrible thought. But if I were, identifying with every single thought I had, I would automatically be a murderer. But just because I had the thought of like running someone over in a bike, that doesn't make me a murderer. So that's an example of like how we're not actually the culmination of all of our thoughts. So what are we instead? We're not our thoughts. We are only the thoughts that we believe. And there's a big distinction between those. And you know, if there's a person like, for example, me, if like, I'm, I'm a very skinny person. If someone came up to me and told me that I was fat, it would just bounce off, right? I would have the thought I'm fat and then it would just bounce off and I wouldn't really take it into consideration because I'm like extremely skinny, um, like 120 pounds or something like that. And in the same way, if someone told me I was green, it would bounce off and it wouldn't affect me because I don't believe that. Like, I don't believe that I'm green. I don't believe that I'm like, uh, like 400 pounds, um, or whatever someone calls me. Right. But if someone calls me something that, you know, a limiting belief that I had was, let's say I suck at public speaking. If I believe that, then it affects me. Right. And I, that, that's the only time that it does. But if I don't believe that I'm a bad public speaker, 
then it would just bounce off as well. And so we are not our thoughts. We are only the thoughts that we believe. And an analogy that I kind of thought of this morning as well is that, and it kind of goes along with like eating healthy and things like that. So it'll be really cool to kind of draw this analogy up. But um, think of it like this, like thoughts are like food for the mind. Negative thoughts are like junk food and positive thoughts are like healthy foods. You don't get to choose what foods are in the world, but that doesn't really matter because we can choose what food we put into our bodies. And that's what actually counts. Similarly, you don't get to choose what thoughts come into your mind, but you can choose what thoughts you believe. Foods only affect us when we eat them. Thoughts only affect us when we believe them. Your body is not all the foods that exist in the world, just as much as you are not all the thoughts that exist in your mind. It would just be absolutely crazy to, to say that we are all the foods that currently exist in the world. But we all know that the truth is the foods that exist in the world only affect us when we put it in our bodies. And we know that we are, and we also know that we are only what we eat. Likewise, it would just be as crazy to say that we are all the thoughts in our minds. Um, so just, you know, just like how you are what you eat, you are what you believe. The best part is that just like how we can choose what we eat, we can also choose what we believe. If we choose our beliefs, we choose the way that we feel about our life, and that will change our life. Because ultimately, we're, all we're going for is feelings, right? Let's say that we had a a dream of like buying this mansion or traveling or, you know, getting the love of our life or dreams of building a really massive business. Um, at the end of the day, or making a lot of money, right? At the end of the day, we're not really going for money, right? It's what money can buy or it's what we can do with it. And in that same way, let's say we like go buy something uh, like a nice car for ourselves or like a nice home or a nice vacation. We're not actually buying those things. We're trying to buy the feelings that it gives us, right? Like we don't really want the love of our life. We want the love of the love of our life. And so we're going after the feelings of fulfillment, peace, love, and joy. Ultimately, that's what we're going for, not the actual material things. So we're actually just buying feelings, which is why most people say, you know, if you're a marketer or a copywriter, um, people buy based off of emotion and not off of logic. We're all trying to get these feelings in our lives. So a change in beliefs will change how we feel. And when we change how we feel, we'll automatically change our actions. And that's when it become effortless, right? That's when it becomes, uh, it just, it just flows and there's not as much willpower needed. And that's how we can change our lives for the better and create the life that we love to live. So that's kind of the cycle, right? So changing the way that we are just changing the beliefs, which then change how we feel, which then changes our actions. So we have to start with the beliefs and that's kind of the great epiphany that I had, um, as I was just eating, uh, soup this morning. And that's what I was listening to, um, in terms of <clears throat> how I came to this epiphany and all those things. And so, um, hopefully that helps you guys quite a bit. It definitely helped me to kind of, it just shed light on the truth about thoughts. And I was just always combating going back and forth. Like, do I believe this thought about myself that I'm not good enough? Or do I believe this thought that I am enough and that you know, all, everything will fall afterwards and I live in abundance and I, I am, you know, I am love, I am peace, I am joy, I am all these things. And is it true that I'm my past? Is it true that 
like I am everything that kind of pops into my mind. And I just saw it for what it was. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. I'm not all these thoughts that pop into my mind. And in, in actuality, most of the thoughts that were implanted in my head. And so when I saw that, the majority of my thoughts and the true nature of it, I was like, wow, most of those thoughts and limiting beliefs aren't even mine. Like, for example, my parents, uh, they always told us like growing up, we didn't have enough money and we couldn't travel anywhere. We couldn't buy many, very many things. And we always said we don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough energy. I'm too tired. And I then started thinking those things throughout most of my life and my adult life. And I just saw that, wow, now that I see it for what it is, I know that those thoughts aren't really mine and they came from my parents. So what I'm going to do is give that back to them and not believe in them anymore because that's not me. Those were things and thoughts and limiting beliefs from my parents that were passed down onto me. And so when I made that distinction, it helped me so much and lifted so much weight off of my shoulders. And that's a great exercise to do, which is realizing which thoughts aren't yours and just giving it back to where it came from. And you can just, you know, think of the exercise as like, oh, picking it up and like actually returning like that thought or that item to whoever gave it to you. And that's, that's helped me tremendously. That's given me so much peace, so much, um, uh, like a sense of ease. Right. And so that's what I've learned this morning. And I hope this helps you guys. Um, there's going to be a lot more episodes of us talking about what thoughts are, the nature of it, how our minds work. Um, this is a, a, a very, very vast topic that is going to take quite a bit of episodes, but hopefully there's a couple of nuggets in here that you can take and apply for yourself immediately. So just start questioning your beliefs. Uh, as soon as you start to question them, the foundations that it's built upon begin to crack. And the more that you question and challenge them, the more that they seem not real and it will break. And so that's the thing that's helped me the most, which is just questioning my beliefs that I have currently, because those are the things that's holding me back because my beliefs cause my feelings and my feelings cause my actions. So I, when I question my very beliefs, I can then start to change the way that I feel. And then as a result, my actions will change afterwards. So that's it for this episode, guys. Um, let me know if you enjoyed it. I'd love your feedback genuinely. Um, I'm not really doing this to make money or anything like that. I'm here to really just be able to share what I've come to see, what my experience is, and hopefully it's able to help you as well. So all I ask is that you leave a review if you got a golden nugget out of this and make sure you put that in the review and share this with one to three other people that you think might really benefit from hearing something like this because it's changed my life and I know that it can change other people's lives as well. So if you are inspired, if you are moved, if something changes, something clicked, if a light bulb went off, all I ask is that you leave a review and then you share this with somebody that you love so that you can go on this journey together and it's always better together. And so that's all I have for this episode. I love you guys and we'll talk really soon. <laughs>